0: All right, here we go again, and we're doing episode 87. And I sit down with the Lacrosse Wisconsin heavy hardcore doom music band called Rigtime, and I sit down with the drummer vocalist Brian Fleming. I sit down with Brian and we talk about how the band got started how he became a musician, his early influences, and his his influence sound that he came up with for the band. They have an album coming out. It's going to be called Reborn, and it's coming out on July 29th. So go and check that out. They have a music video for one of their songs, and you can check that out on their YouTube as well. I haven't got to see this band yet, but it has two members, Brian Fleming being the drums and the vocalists, and Rebecca Fleming, who does the guitars and bass tracks on there. And I'm told that once I see them live, I'll be able to understand how they got their sound to play. So go and check that out. They'll be playing at the Real Fest, too, coming up Saturday, July 30th at 1 p.m. at the Four Seasons Skate Park in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's all-ages show, 20 bucks to get in, 12 bands playing, and there'll be food and drinks available there, so go and check that out if you can. I know I'm going to be there. Also coming up, Friday, July 29th, is Oceano. If you haven't seen them, you need to come and check them out. They'll be playing with I Bet and Orinoco, as well as some other bands, July 29th at the WC Social Club. And here's a little commercial for that, so check it out now. What's going on? It's your boy, M-O-E-C-Y-R-U-S, all capital letters. None of that lowercase bullshit with I bet my check. Open up this fucking pit. On July 29th at WC Social Club, we're opening up for one of the greatest deathcore bands to come out of Chicago, Oceano. Hit us up for advanced tickets while they're still available because this is one show you don't want to miss. You can find us on Instagram as Ibetofficial. That's A I G H T B E T O F F I C. I A L, if you don't know how to spell, or shoot us an email at iBetofficial at gmail.com. See you there. Peace. Alright, so go and check that out. That's with Oceano, I bet, Oranako, and there's some other bands playing as well. July 29th at the WC Social Club. Also, the Real Fest is coming up July 30th. Go and check that show out as well. All right, it's time for this episode, episode 87 with Rig Time. Talking to Brian Fleming, so let's crank those jams. Well, this is hanging with monster podcast. This is episode 87 and I'm talking with the duo band Rigtime from Wisconsin. I'm talking with Brian Fleming. Hello. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you are the, the drummer then for, for uh, rig time. Yep. I am the vocalist, the
1: drummer, and I also do uh like synth and noise stuff as well. So.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what part of uh, Wisconsin are you guys from? We uh, live
1: in La Crosse, Wisconsin, so right on oh, the Mississippi okay. River. We just go over the river, and we're in Minnesota.
0: Oh, okay. Shit, yep. yeah. Oh, wow, sweet. Yeah, so uh, I guess, uh, how did uh, you guys meet? Uh, so it's you and uh, Rebecca yep. that are in the band then? Yep. And she does uh, the guitars? and. Yep, so she
1: does the guitar bass, like split signal. Okay. Um, so... Like when you see us live, it all makes sense. But like, yeah, it it sounds like there's a a separate bass player and a separate guitar player, and she
0: does both at the same time. So, wow, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh So how did you guys meet then and become a band and uh, all that? I guess. Um. So yeah, Rebecca and
1: I met um back in 2010. And, okay. um, we had started dating back then and she used to come out with my old band and, uh, do merch and stuff like that. She used to always be the one like pushing, like you guys need a tour, you need the tour and then yeah, like yeah. try to get the other members to get going and stuff. Uh-huh. And, um, and then when that band kind of dissolved, it was like at this point where I was like, well, I put all my energy into to this band. I don't know what to do. And, yeah. um, I didn't kind of realize that at the time she had been like really, like she, she kind of like picked up guitar and bass and practiced every now and then, but I didn't yeah. realize that she had done it enough that one day we sat down and I put her on drums. I was like, "Come on, let's just jam. I don't have a band. You don't have a band. You know, like let's just have some fun, make some noise. Who cares?" Yeah. And she like sat down on the drums and kind of did like a you know like a real simple like Ramones beat, just one two three okay. four type of thing. And I was <laughs> playing guitar and uh, and I was like, "Well, let's switch. Let's see what happens." And I sat on yeah. um on the on the drum kit and then she went on guitar. And all okay. of a sudden, like, she just started, like, pulling out these riffs, and we did this, like, yeah. improv jam for, like, 10, 12 minutes, and oh, I was shit. like, what the hell just happened? Like, something just clicked. It was literally, like, like that, like, yeah, like, wow, we got something here, and oh, so we shit. started focusing on it more, and six months later, we played our first show, and we've never stopped going since. Oh, wow. Pretty much. So, yeah. um, when we Have did start... Always- have you always played drums then what were you a drummer in your fir- uh, first band uh no so actually i've played guitar longer than anything oh okay um, and then i kind of moved over to bass and then i started playing around on drums and stuff um oh, okay. the really funny thing is is like uh you know i get i get compliments and stuff as as being a good drummer sometimes but in Personally, I always feel like I'm not a very good drummer because in my mind, I'm like, well, I've played guitar longer. I just play drums because I've had to or whatever. But, yeah. um, because I feel I almost like envy some friends of mine who I who are like natural born drummers, like uh, okay. my friend Tristan, who also plays in the band Spread Thin with me. Okay. Um, I know you talked to Alex, uh, recently, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well. Uh huh. Um, but he's just like a natural drummer. He's I've drum drums on the brain. He, yeah. Can think in ways that I feel like I can't and stuff. So, oh yeah, the um, beats
0: and patterns and <laughs> yeah. I've
1: always felt like more of a songwriter and okay. uh, yeah. focus more on structure. I guess like I think about the whole thing. It's hard for me to think of one single instrument. But oh wow, yeah, um, yeah. So what what happened was when when rig time started, we actually were a three piece at one point where we did have just a separate bass player. Okay. Um, and I well again, so Rebecca was playing guitar, and yeah. then we had a bass player and then we were gonna have a friend do vocals but it just kind of wasn't working out like getting their schedule to work with ours yeah. and i was uh, i had said i was like well i've played drums in bands you know kind of side bands i can keep a beat i'll just be the drummer yeah. and then when the vocalist didn't work out um I just was like, well, I can do vocals too, I guess. So I just did it, and eight years later, I'm still doing it. So yeah,
0: taking it all on yourself. Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah shit. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. When did uh, each of you then uh, become uh, become interested in uh, becoming musicians? Was it uh, like early from like school, or high school, or something? Or um, so for myself. Every, every memory
1: I can even think, like, the furthest memories I can remember back, Yeah, I always yeah. seem to attach to music-related things. Like, I remember yeah. being, I can, I can remember being three years old, which some people think yeah. is crazy, but I can remember <laughs> being that young, but wow. what I remember is specifically listening to songs in a car and just, like, absorbing it and loving it, and then even yeah. when I was a kid like a really little kid. I remember being obsessed with like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Oh, and shit. I would just sing like in the mirror and wish that I was them. And then yeah. when I was 12, I started playing guitar. And then I just wanted, you know, I wanted to be like Linkin Park or something. Oh, and okay. so yeah. for me, I've just always wanted to be involved in music in some way. But then I started playing when I was like, said so 12, 12, 13, somewhere around there yeah. Um, for Rebecca. So she's always been just, you know, a music fan as well but mm-hmm. what's interesting is that when when we had met um she kind of wasn't even familiar with like the world of hardcore and metal and stuff like that like you know vaguely yeah. but not the underground stuff yeah it was and more when, underground <laughs> yeah and so like she had used to go to shows actually um when she was like a teenager as well and we have a local venue here in lacrosse called the warehouse that's been around since 1991 all ages non-alcoholic venue everybody's played there descendants my chemical romance fallout boy i mean there's a flyer with fallout boy as the very bottom opener when there are three bands i've never even heard of like playing above (laughs) them so it's been around that long (laughs) Um, but she used to go there and just go to shows to go to shows and stuff um and then when we met she started going to shows more and then was like hearing bands that you know she didn't have access to because her her friend group you know mostly yeah. just listen to like radio and you know yeah. country or stuff like that um <laughs> which i think is how most people do get into like heavy music and hardcore is they meet a friend who then turns them on to something and yeah, then they yeah, dive yeah. down and yeah. now she shreds guitar so
0: yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah or they have a uh older brother or sister or cousin that has uh some music that that they were listened to that oh what is that yep (laughs) oh yeah you like this well you like so and so and so and so check them out and yep absolutely that starts the whole spiral (laughs) it's it's funny
1: because i think back like i so i'm a very huge r&b fan particularly like 90s early 2000s like slow jam, R&B stuff. Um, Oh, shit. And I think part of that, or a huge part of that, was that when I was growing up, my sister listened to a lot of that, and we had... um, I lived in Milwaukee when I was uh, little, and there was a radio station. I think it was called V100, but that's all they played was, like, some hip-hop, but mostly, like, (laughs) R&B and slow jam stuff. Yeah. But then my brother owned, like... Cannibal corpse CDs and Pantera oh, sh- CDs and yeah. white zombie and stuff like that. Yeah. So I had you know, on one side of the house I had like all this R and b the other C side of the house as metal. Uh... Yep. Dude, I love Jodice.
0: So yeah. that is pretty
1: much my brain. And even <laughs> like it's funny is that's what we're trying to like incorporate to rig time is like
0: Yeah.
1: My drums, like the only time I practice drums or when I enjoy myself practicing drums uh-huh. is when I'm playing like r&b groovy stuff so i'm trying to play beats that are like sexy drum beats while while (laughs) she's playing like these disgusting low riffs and everything so yeah that's kind of where we're going from this point out with new music so
0: oh wow that's awesome (laughs) heck yeah (laughs) yeah so what your first influence you said would be like the r&b stuff then or uh i
1: mean i i know when i started writing lyrics um I was a total cornball and I remember just trying to like I just wanted to be nothing but Linkin Park because Hybrid Theory yeah. is like one of the greatest albums of the whole world and uh-huh. I was really young but I remember just trying to rip off like writing really bad like hip hop kind of style yeah. lyrics yeah. and stuff like yeah. you know just about like nobody likes me everybody hates me type of you know shit <laughs> okay. like, yeah, and um, so I would say that honestly <laughs> like my earliest earliest influences when it comes to Trying to want to create or write music of my own yeah. would be like Linkin Park and even Stained System of a Down. Mm. I remember okay. the first Drowning Pool album, and I mean, I found Nirvana as I think a lot of people do when they're younger. Yeah, and that was all like just... the the late '90s, early 2000s kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So very much so. Um, and you know, and then like I've snowballed from there, but I I think that that would be like the first very core of where i was when i wanted to start writing and creating my own music and lyrics yeah. and thinking out like yeah. that
0: that was a good time for music there's a lot of mm. uh, great bands that came out at that time absolutely and, and still around and still trying to do it and <laughs> yeah were you uh so then like what was like the earliest music uh before before you wanted to become a music was it the, the R and B stuff then or um i mean
1: that's, that's like stuff maybe your mom
0: or dad listened to
1: or oh see i it's really crazy because i you know people always say like i listen to all kinds of music yeah, but yeah sometimes even my friends think i'm weird because i really do listen to like all kinds of music <laughs> yeah like, there's yeah. so much stuff like so when i was really little again uh-huh. my mom used to listen to to oldies stations yeah nothing but oldies stations so 50s and 60s and i remember thinking oh, okay. that was just like new music i didn't understand yeah. the concept of it being old <laughs> yeah so um it's and my, new to you <laughs> yeah and like elvis was a big part of my life growing up i'm oh, a shit. huge elvis yeah. fan yeah um and like my, my mom was like my mom still is obsessed with donny osmond and the osmonds and stuff like <laughs> okay. that it was like yeah. her childhood crush so i heard a lot of that growing up but um I'm just yeah I mean like when I was when I was a kid like cuz when I was little and like elementary school was in the 90s and you know I I just grew up absorbing 90s pop radio was cool because you could hear yeah. like Ace of Bass and then the yeah. next song is like Gin Blossoms okay and, yeah and <laughs> so I really got smacked with like that kind of alternative rock yeah and like the bubblegum pop or the dance stuff like uh-huh I mean so like yeah. I, right now I actually have a, a Sirius XM free trial that I got for yeah. three months yeah. and I've not listened to anything except for the nineties decade. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. like all I do yeah. is just put on like nineties on nine or the nineties dance <laughs> hits and stuff like yeah. that. And, yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I think that that's, I appreciate that very much about that decade is that I think yeah. that the, the, the super bubblegum pop and the hip hop and things like that were meshed in with the rock yeah. And even like the acoustic acoustic or folky stuff like um yeah. but then you had like people like celine dion doing like these mega power ballads getting in the top <laughs> 10 radio and that just seems crazy <laughs> to me like to, to think back so
0: yeah yeah you had mentioned that you, like uh you uh listen to like the uh the boy bands and, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we just all saw that. backstreet
1: boys yeah. a week ago in milwaukee oh yeah <laughs> yeah i got lucky enough to um a couple months ago they put out tickets for like 25 bucks so oh, we shit. got twenty five dollar tickets to go see Backstreet Boys in an amphitheater. Oh, it was packed. I mean, were, it was
0: huge. Were they uh, uh, playing with like other uh, nineties groups and stuff? So uh, they did. It... They did a
1: over two hour set, thirty three songs. It's oh nuts. wow! It was crazy. And their opener, shit. they didn't even have announced, but I had to look them up. They um yeah. their their opener was a pop star from australia who's like huge in australia but completely oh, yeah. unknown here oh um, wow and they've been around for like 20 25 years or something like that yeah but uh but yeah we went and saw them at Summerfest in in the amphitheater oh okay um, yeah 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 yeah, it was it was it was awesome though. I loved it. So I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that stuff. Like I know some people are like, "Oh, that stuff's weak." Like, no, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Fi- five yeah. people who can sing in perfect harmony with or yeah. without music, like right. and dance and play for 33 songs for over two hours. I respect Still, that Still, so, after after the yeah. prime, of, of, no of prime
0: days. Yeah, yeah, for real. People
1: talk to me all the time, like, dude, how do you do drums and vocals? I'm like, I'm I'm doing 20 25 minute sets. Like Backstreet Boys got me beat with that set that I. I just
0: saw. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah! I give credit where credit is due. <laughs> yeah. So you had a, a basis, but de- decided uh, uh, how did how did how did they? Um, so we
1: did a few years uh, as a three piece, and um, in 2018, it just kind of didn't work out. Like we kind of butt heads about some things, and stuff. Okay. like we both can admit that and everything, but also like um, it was just like. We just didn't mesh. That's the best way to yeah. say, it, you know. And they're actually out doing their own thing right now, very successful. Um, doing uh, our original bass player is doing an industrial project and okay. playing some really cool stuff, playing big shows, you know, making yeah. money, doing yeah. doing his thing, which is awesome. Yeah. And then, um, so, uh, but yeah, like no no hard feelings or anything when we split. Yeah. And then, um, we had another bass player at that point, and that just kind of didn't work out for. We're, we're kind of known for being on the road constantly, like okay, touring yeah. and whatever. We used to yeah, I see that.
0: You guys do a lot of shows and <laughs> a lot we of used, touring.
1: We, used to, uh, we were at a point where we were doing 100 shows a year, and then wow. COVID hit and everything, so that slowed us down. But we're oh, trying to yeah. get back there. And 100 yeah. wasn't enough for us, so we wanted more. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Yeah. But, uh, so we had another bass player. Um, or after our original, we had a fill-in for a tour. Then we had a permanent bass player. And yeah. then we had another fill because our second permanent bass player couldn't do um uh I love he, I love him. if he mm-hmm. ever listens to this, I love you, but you bailed on us three days uh, before our tour. So <laughs> oh, we had like shit. two weeks worth of dates and I had three days to figure it out. Yeah. So what we did was we had two tours with like a couple of days in between and we did the first tour um we were forced to just be a two piece. We had no yeah. idea what to do. We were like, what do we do? and so yeah. we we f- kind of picked some songs that we thought, well, this could work as just kind of playing them straightforward and, you know, run two amps, but we'll do it this way. And what was weird is that when we did that first tour as like a trial, it was like six or seven days. People kept coming up to us and saying, they were like, you know, that's my favorite set I've ever seen you guys play. You guys sound better as two people. And I was like, no, 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 I wouldn't accept (laughs) it. I was like, no, we're a three piece. Like we're gonna, we're not gonna stick with this. And uh, then we did that next tour and we had a friend fill in and, but there was two dates that he couldn't do on that tour. Yeah. And so we played with him. And then again, those two dates, people said to me, they're like, you know, I've seen you before a couple times. Yeah. That's my favorite set I've ever seen when it was oh, just the shit. two of you. And and we were still like denying it. But um, <laughs> yeah. so with the permanent or the second permanent bass player, um, kind of months went on, just never happened. We kind of got to the point where I was like, I don't think he's going to quit. We're not going to kick yeah. him out. Yeah, I think we're just going to be us let's just do this we're gonna make this work and so we went uh and started overhauling everything and we said that if we're gonna be a two-piece we don't want to sound like a two-piece we don't want to sacrifice anything we want to still have bass and drum parts and we want to come off and sound like a full band and stuff yeah um so uh you know and when you see us live it kind of it I think it I I, it see I hope it conveys that way and most people say that it does convey that we sound like five people up there
0: yeah Um, yeah yeah, so but, how, uh, how does that work with, with uh, the guitar and the bass uh, doing uh, live live sets? So um, from her guitar,
1: it goes into her guitar pedal board, which has a split there, has an ABY split. Okay. And um, from there, it goes to her guitar effects pedals out to her amp. It's a normal guitar tone, normal yeah. standard stuff. And yeah. then from uh, from the other split, it goes out to a bass pedal board does a bunch of things goes through the head the speakers and by the time it comes out the speakers to your ears it's um all perfectly colored into a way to sound like a real bass it's a real bass uh, at that point oh, octave okay. drops and stuff and so it's a um, lot of
0: pedal pedal work yeah a lot of pedal <laughs> work and stuff but <laughs> yeah. it's
1: also um because people ask me about it too and yeah they're like how but, do you do that and yeah. i think that they think it's easy and oh, in a sense no, it is no. but we're <laughs> trying we're trying to do our best to make it to fool you as much as possible that they're it's not two people, and yeah. that takes a has taken a long, long time of switching <laughs> things in and out, turning knobs, pulling frequencies, yeah. adding frequencies up and yeah. down, um, and then
0: for her uh, Rebecca to remember the guitar parts and maybe the bass oh, parts because yeah. there's there's even songs, uh, you know, in, the, in Backstab and stuff where it's mm-hmm. just like bass without the guitar, and then there's guitar with the bass, and that you know, so yep.
1: And that's the funny thing is, like, sometimes we have to, uh, so when we organize our set, if I start a song too soon, like, at practice, she'll, like, stop and yell at me. She's like, no, I can't do that. I have to make sure I have the bass stage because I have to turn off the guitar in the beginning of that one. But the one before
0: is the opposite. So (laughs) Yeah, Uh, so it's all timing and pedals and footwork. Yeah, Yeah, because
1: she can have it so she switches where she has both guitar and bass at the same time. Or right. she can have it ready where it's gonna just be guitar or just be bass, yeah, and yeah, you know yeah. back and forth. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, like it's crazy. Like she, she, she can uh, sometimes <laughs> like she rags on herself where she'll just be like. You know, not feeling good about like, she's like, oh, I did this or whatever. I'm like, do you know how much you're doing? On yeah, like, right. Like, <laughs> you're awesome. Like, you rip yeah. it and it's like you're doing so many confusing things. Because her board, her her guitar pedal board has yeah. 17 pedals on it. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. So it's like, it's a mess. Like, it's yeah. crazy. And yeah. even like her distortion, it's funny because people, people ask like, how do you make your guitar tone sound so thick? Like, it's we're known for being really, really loud yeah but um but we try to make it also like not punishing to your ears so uh we try to have like the loudest cleanest (laughs) guitar tone you've ever heard okay yeah um but even like her distortion is actually a really strange mix of like five different pedals and they're not stacked it's actually like a parallel thing okay Um, which is really weird and i explained it to because because i'm an audio engineer as well so i'm like the Uh nerd where, okay. you know, she sits and plays and I'm like, hold on, we got to fix this. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. There's too much in the 400 range. But uh, um, so, like that we, we did that a lot, though, where we would sit and um, she would sit and play and mm-hmm. just be like, can we just practice? And I'm like, no, hold on, I got to fix this. And I'm turning knobs and I'm moving things. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we were actually just talking about the other day. I was like, you know, we haven't done that in months. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that's weird. I'm like, yeah. dude, your tone... Kicks ass right
0: now. <laughs> like, we haven't touched anything it's with the guitar set. Or bass. Yeah, it's
1: we're so like confident and happy with it that like yeah. when we go to a show, it's just like we now always your have the, sound. Yeah, we just boom, boom, boom. I know exactly where everything's gonna go. We sit down, I hit the snare, and just boom. And yeah, it's no matter if we're playing in a basement or on a stage in a nightclub or something. Like, yeah. we're gonna sound the same. And
0: nice. so, yeah. yeah. Where did uh, the rig, uh, rig time uh, name come from? How did that come up? <laughs> uh, that's oh,
1: It's so funny. We always get asked that. And it's such a crazy, weird story. But I, I like to just give the short answer where the short answer is, I will say that it is uh, something somebody was screaming at us yeah. that we remember from before the band started that reminded us of being on the road that's pretty much like the main gist of it uh it's a very long story (laughs) and i have told it a thousand times but i like to keep it a mystery it's more fun for me um yeah yeah
0: yeah. but it's pretty much
1: yeah somebody some somebody was screaming it at us at one point and it's rig time (laughs) yeah and that's the thing is like when we i was i remember when we were talking about like after we did that improv jam i mentioned we were on this road trip and i was talking and i was like what if we called the band rig time and she's like yeah that would be ridiculous. Yes, we should do that. And <laughs> and it just worked something about it was different and like we thought like nobody, you know, it was a unique name and I yeah. was like people would remember it. Um <laughs> Did you and, have a, uh, another name before that then? I don't even think we did. I don't oh, even okay. I honestly don't remember. I think we might this I might be making this up because I know our very first song was originally supposed to be called Down on Luck and that might have even been like a band name option, okay. but I'm not sure yeah. that was That was like a million years ago. Um, Yeah, right. (laughs) But yeah, like we pretty much, like I've said before, I'm like, Rigtime's kind of a dumb name. And people disagree with it. Like, no, it's cool. I'm like, well, it's like when you hear it, you don't know what you're going to get, I think. I feel like it sounds like it could be a pop punk band or something. But (laughs) but once you hear it, like people don't forget it. And people love saying it because we've had shows where we've showed up in towns we've never been before. And somebody will see us. And they'll just go
0: rig time. Like, people yeah. love screaming rig time
1: at us, or, or make it. They just love making the joke. Be like, you know what time it is? It's rig time. Like, it's like so, Slayer. Yeah, exactly. So it's like if you like to say it, it gets stuck in your head. Then it's a good name and leonard and, skinner yeah <laughs> and and i've said it time and time again that like <laughs> corn's a stupid name weekend nachos a stupid name limp biscuits oh, yeah. a stupid name <laughs> right they made it cool like yeah uh-huh. once you establish yourself as a band you made it cool and right, um, right. one of my favorite comparisons or uh, uh, interpretations was one time there was a band we were talking to and they asked me what the name was and they told me, they were like, oh, I thought it was like a prison term, like uh, something you'd say when you're in prison. And I'm like, "Oh shit. I don't even know why you'd think that, but I wish that's what it was. And I was like, that sounds hard. <laughs> <laughs> we're going
0: to make up a story. Yeah. That's why we can yeah. it. It's like it's
1: fucking rig time. Like, yeah, it's a prison thing where you get like stabbed or something. Like, oh, I don't shit. know. It's not
0: that tough. Not that tough. <laughs> and then you tell them the truth like oh i'm let down now yeah yeah Yeah. well we're coming up about a a half hour into it now um i could play uh the backstab song uh you wanna you wanna uh talk a little bit about that before i play it
1: yeah so um backstab is easily one of our favorite songs we have written um Uh musically it's really cool because like it's kind of encapsulates everything we're trying to do like we have parts okay. that just sound like some straight side to side hardcore stuff but then we have like new metal sounding things but then we have this like sludgy doom stuff and it's yeah. just all about like that's what we're all about it's just every <laughs> kind of heavy we can do like we're not we've never just called ourselves one genre we're just like we're heavy yeah. Yeah. and uh and then lyrically um the song is actually about some people like when i uh, people i've heard Basically, people that talk shit uh-huh. and are too afraid to say it when they're confronted about it. Oh, like, okay, there's plenty you know, of them. <laughs> exactly. Like, if you're going to talk shit about somebody, and then when that person confronts you and you, you're you too afraid to admit it, yeah. I think that you it's weak. That's super yeah. weak. Like, yeah. if I'm going to talk shit about somebody and they come up to me and say, yo, I heard you say this, then I'm going to say, yes, yeah. I did. And I'm yeah. going to explain to you why. Right. And if we would like to squash this and sort it out, by all means. Yeah. But I'm okay. not going to... Yeah. I'm not going to hide, hide like, behind a know. computer. Or... Exactly.
0: <laughs> and that, that's what that song about. I never is said about. that. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: the And we have a guest vocal spot on there from um, Derek Dole, who yeah. is a vocalist of... Uh, he's currently in the band Old Ghosts. Okay. And that's um, the really amazing... The funny thing is is that he used to sing in a band called Dead Hearts, which was one of my favorite bands in the entire world, like a band I thought I'd... You know, like, I, I starry-eyed, like, you know, oh, I'm, okay. I'm a little dork about... Um, and then also too, Hev- so heavy that influence. Right, yes. Very, very much. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, that is actually like the, the band. It's so like the two bands that got Rebecca into hardcore dead yeah. hearts was one of them. Okay. Um, so like huge, huge, huge influence. And then as the years go on, we eventually played together, became friends and, and now yeah. he's singing on our songs. So it's, oh, shit, it's a, yeah. uh, you know, I'm very, and he nailed it, did exactly what I wanted, like sounded perfect. Yeah. Um, i gave him way too many words for that part like i told him I was, like, I was like there's so many words in this part i apologize in advance um it's it's a yeah. mouthful but he just nailed it so perfectly and it just yeah very very proud of the song that's why we made it the first single from this new record yeah and sweet. um yeah i don't know if there's any other questions you have about it or not but that's <laughs> the main gist of it
0: yeah well i could uh come back and uh talk to you after i play because i know uh it's got a music video for it, and I watched that and kind of mm-hmm. some questions about that and stuff. Cool. So uh, everyone can check the, uh, that out now, and you can check out the video on uh, up on your Facebook page and yep. uh, YouTube. Facebook, YouTube, and, and, yeah.
1: and around cool. uh, New Noise Magazine just did a premiere for it. So wherever you want to watch uh, it, you can find it pretty easily.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, this is rig time, and this is Backstab. And check it out now, and we'll be right back. And we're back. I'm talking with Brian Fleming. And this is the Hanging with Monster podcast. Uh, we just listened to Backstab and that's with uh, Derek Doyle, um, who's featured on there as well with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, you have a music video for that as well, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, so we just did
1: that video. Um, actually, my um, friend uh, Alex, who you did a podcast with from Spread Thin. Oh, okay. Um, he filmed that, and then I did all of the editing for it. Oh, um, all right. With the exception of the part with Derek, um, because he lives in Buffalo, New York, so we had somebody else uh, film that over there. Oh, okay. Uh, Nick yeah. Nick Green films uh, filmed that. Did a perfect job. I sent him. I said, "Hey, this is what I want," and sent me back a clip, and I was like, "You nailed it perfectly." So yeah, they had. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but we just did that. Um, we filmed it actually in the basement of. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to say cuz I don't know if they're supposed to say it. But we filmed it in the basement of a business okay. in a certain town that a friend uh let us go to. It's just like a really old like yeah. 100 plus year old building or something like that and uh we yeah, set it up like, and we featured played like and...
0: some uh some hardcore
1: wrestling and stuff going on the... Oh yeah, and then uh so <laughs> Uh Time Bomb Pro Wrestling is a independent wrestling promotion. Um I'm a we're we're big wrestling nerds. So Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um uh, uh, like out...
0: underground wrestling or uh the everything. pro wrestling. I, I'm or... a
1: huge WWE fan. I will I will oh, be okay. a WWE fan for life. So but I like everything. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's just kinda of, that's my main thing. I still always I never miss anything. But yeah, um, talk about yeah. that. <laughs> oh yes, please. Uh so um I reached out to Time Bomb and asked if I could use uh clips because the kind of with the subject matter and stuff and the way the song's sounded, I wanted like, I wanted people fighting. And yeah. then I yeah. had asked a friend and he was like, well, you should talk to Eric from time bomb. And so I reached yeah. out to Eric cause I had, you know r- run into him at shows before and he yeah. said absolutely and he let me use the footage and go through and pick through it and everything and oh, um sweet. made yeah. made the video exactly what i wanted it to be so a uh, huge shout out to time bomb pro wrestling should definitely check them out they do some really cool stuff and they like stream things online too so if you are into like hardcore wrestling or um yeah. you know if anybody listening knows who like Minoru suzuki is like they oh, okay. actually just booked him there um for a match recently too so like they get some cool names they had sandman from ecw oh shit and yeah. uh i know they've yeah. had like gangrel if everybody uh-huh. knows gangrel oh, and stuff. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so they get a couple of um you know they get some cool, <laughs> the cool people every now and then so <laughs> oh yeah
0: <laughs> yeah is there any like uh like local uh favorite uh wrestler uh that that you uh have, have watched and stuff because like um, like now we have like cm punk from chicago yeah. and and uh... um well, uh, so if we're talking big, you talk about somebody
1: who's maybe from my area. That's like a big wrestler. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 I um, it. I mean, I love Otis. I love okay. Otis very, very much. I think Otis rules okay. and Otis is actually, I'm not sure if he's from or, but I'm pretty sure he's from like superior Wisconsin. Okay. Um, yeah, so yeah. kind of, you know, around the area or whatever, but I've, I just, I've always loved Otis even when like, even now that he's like a heel with Chad Gable. Um, yeah. but I still like, I love the Alpha Academy and, uh-huh. uh, Seth Rollins is from Davenport, which is like three oh, yeah, hours yeah. off of here. We uh-huh. went to his coffee shop and he was just like sitting in there too. Oh, really? Um, he literally just like sits in there and hangs out, I guess. So oh, I think okay. that's cool. You know, like one of the yeah. highest paid, paid or highest paid people. in like the whole company is just yeah. you know, still hangs out in his coffee shop next to his wrestling school. So
0: yeah, I think. Oh, that's yeah, cool. yeah. He's got that wrestling school. Yeah. Yeah. I think also uh, the guy who, uh, well, he still is uh well, I don't know if he can use the names. Uh, uh, what what is it? Hor- Hornswoggle. Yep, Hornswoggle. I think he's in Oshkosh, <laughs> it... I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yep. gonna say that he started like his own like
1: promotion kind of thing out there or something. Yep, yep he's got some sort of promotion over there. We actually just played Oshkosh last night too. Oh um, really? And, I was there
0: like maybe uh, uh, a month ago or something. We were gonna go like to uh, to try to find like. Uh, you know a shop that had like oshkosh clothes like the oshkosh gosh oh, yeah. clothing and i don't think they make it anymore for like uh um like grown-ups like yeah, they, i don't even i think they I, only make it for like I little even kids thought or about something about that in
1: so long too like yeah like <laughs> we're to gonna get, get, get the like the
0: old like train hats or something like that just to <laughs> just to make like a goofball thing out of it but uh my sister had looked it up and i think they don't even make like uh stuff for grown-ups that just those kids clothing hit, hit hit
1: hit up ebay i guess
0: so <laughs> yeah right it be six hundred dollars for like <laughs> some vintage oh <Oshkosh>, gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so you guys are also going to be part of the the real fest uh two coming up yep. uh let's see here in two weeks uh, a week from when people will be able to hear this, but uh, two weeks on uh, July thirtieth. It's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how did you guys get uh, involved or asked uh, to be on that? Um. So.
1: Uh... Originally, um, spread thin was on that, and I play play bass and spread thin as well. Oh, okay. And, but rig time is supposed to be on tour at the same time, and we know the person who was booking, and I just kept messaging him, was like, "Yo, I'm already playing with spread thin. Like, let rig time play too." And then he put us on. So that was pretty oh. much it. But oh, okay, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're actually going to be in Detroit, Michigan, the night before, so we got a bit of a trek. Oh, uh, sure. to go yeah. through there and whatnot. But Detroit. yeah, I'm excited because we haven't played Milwaukee in quite a long time, and. Um, yeah. that's at Four Seasons Skate Park, which is like right off the highway, kind of across from like Marquette University, pretty much, you know, right in the heart of Milwaukee.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. I've I'm never ex- been there before. I saw, um, who was it? Uh... Someone had some footage that they had played there before and I watched mm-hmm. uh, like their YouTube video uh, just to see kind of what it's like and stuff there. It's pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I'm excited. I mean, anything with a big room means my drones are going to sound good. So that makes me happy. So. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it'll be
0: real big. Maybe I'll have to bust out the skate, skateboard. and. Yeah, <laughs> I, I,
1: I was told that there will be like you'll be able to skate while bands are playing and stuff. I don't know if that was a thing before where you couldn't or what, but somebody told me that that was going to happen this year. So yeah, bring your boards and go crazy.
0: Sure the bust out the old the old school deck onions <laughs> the my yep. mike, mike valeli
1: <laughs> i mean at yeah. very least just grab yourself a tech deck and just kind of run your fingers <laughs> across the thing so.
0: yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah so how did uh how do you guys like doing the music video i think you have like like two or three of them up on uh um we on actually the we have a, we have a good
1: amount actually we have like i have oh how many i mean i think we probably have like five, six, seven videos or something. Oh, I just really? don't, oh, okay. I don't push them as much just because yeah. those are like older. And again, because uh-huh. when we are three piece, so like we've yeah. been kind of trying to like, it yeah. took a while. I'd say it took a while where even when we put out, something in like 2019 where we were only the two of us like we put our new single like we had some press where they put up like a promo picture of the three of us and it's like that's not even what i sent you you just took that off of google so like (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh, it's kind of been a thing where you you know you're trying to like put up enough content that the old stuff kind of gets filtered out Right, um, right so right. and then like too like even with the music like I think with every band you know you always evolve and you're just like our new music is better than our old music and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah so we're really trying to do that because we do still play some old songs and stuff live but we're trying to transition to being like like this new record that comes out on July 29th is called Reborn because that's yeah. what this is this is our real um official this is rig time now this is yeah. who we are this is what we're gonna sound like this is what we're gonna do as two people this is us only Right. Um, and that's kind of what that means. It's just like, yo, we're, we're, we're completely reborn. We're like a whole new band now. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So how many uh, songs is that going to have on that? Uh, so the re- reborn that's coming out is five songs okay. and then, um, but on deck next year is the plan fingers crossed, but, uh-huh. uh, we have a whole 10 song full length album, like written oh, okay. and ready to go. Oh, uh, right. we've been sitting on a lot of stuff, but we wanted to purposely put out an EP first to kind of like. Get the waters yeah. going again. Like right, I said, like, right, we're you know right. we're reborn. We're a new band. This is us. Like, yeah. and and we this isn't like one good song and a couple of fillers to us. Like we feel really strong about all five of these songs. Like, yeah, where they were placed in the track listing and everything. Like this is meant to be a put it on and you just want to put the whole thing on repeat and it's supposed to to work together and connect together from from track one to track five. So, right. Um, right.
0: But, you yeah. guys will uh, have some of them at the, the real uh, fest to sell then too. Um, yep. We should. Um, so it comes out, what that day, huh? Um. Or
1: yeah, it comes out on the 29th. So we're, we start tour on this Wednesday, July 20th. Okay. So we'll be gone from July 20th to August 2nd. So yeah. we have some with us early. You can okay. pre-order it through state of mind recordings.com. That's the label that we're working with for this yep. release. Um, or you can find it rigtimeband.com There's like links everywhere. Um, right. But we have four, we have technically, I think technically we have five different variants. Okay. Um, it looks like three, but I, we technically have five, so if you're a crazy collector. Um, but uh, we'll have cassette, CD, and uh, the different variants and stuff like that are all available on the um uh-huh. right now, but then with us, we'll have, we will have one kind of um, vinyl with us that isn't actually available on there it's only available at our table so it's just um a certain variant and then we have some of another but we don't have much with us at the moment just because of like the 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 length of like shipping it's been it's been a pain in the ass for oh yeah for everybody yeah Yeah. so (laughs) that's kind of been annoying leading up to this release dealing with all that but uh we will have some cassettes and i'm not sure if we'll have cds at that point but Everything beyond this tour, yes, will be fully stocked. We'll have vinyl and we'll have cassette, CD, everything like that. We'll have posters. Right. Um, we always have tons of merch. We look like a goddamn Oh, J. yeah, C. I looked Penny, up some so. of the merch uh, <laughs> you guys had.
0: And t-shirts and shorts and uh, the paintings. Uh, who does that? Is that Rebecca? That... Uh, both
1: of us do, actually. Oh, okay. So, yep. So, um, so the album cover of Reborn, okay. I painted that. Okay. Um, and then, so, like, I do stuff, but it's more, like... Um, I like to do like a kind of abrasive abstract, like palette knife stuff. And then she yeah. does more like, um, kind of like, I don't even know, like swirly looking stuff, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. Like things. so. She does some yeah. stuff. I do some stuff and, um, yeah. we do carry those with us just cause we have so many of them, you know, we take them out on, on the road and, and right. Right. You know, yeah. and those are even a- and...
0: available on the, uh, the website and stuff yep. too. So yep. you yeah. can get them
1: at the table or get them on the website. Cool. And, uh, that's actually where Rebecca is right now. It's printing merch. Cause we, we print all of our own merch So, um, I do all the designs and, and then I give them to her and then she goes and she screen prints everything. So every time you pick up a t-shirt or a hoodie from rig time, like we made that with our, well, she made that with her own hands. I'm not going to take credit. Like (laughs) I designed it, but she, she does all the printing. So it's just like, it's, it's something that's cool to us to be, have that extra little connection with people like when they buy something like it's like thank you here's something we made with our own hands
0: so (laughs) yeah we didn't have them sent out this is us doing it ourselves diy yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah
1: Yeah, and even the paintings too like i don't i just think that stuff's kind of cool like knowing that you have something that's like one of a kind unique kind of type of thing so if you ever pick up a painting it's like you know we weren't printing off a bunch of them it's like we took time we expressed ourselves and
0: here it is if you want it there you go so <laughs> right right yeah so the uh recordings then uh where do you go to uh do that uh uh we go to
1: me actually oh. i actually tracked all of it so oh, okay um right. uh, in in per-
0: and you guys got your hands on everything then yeah
1: we're <laughs> overly diy um <laughs> <laughs> that's why i have no time ever so <laughs> yeah. um like yeah. big time is legitimately a 24 7 job for me, yeah, it, it yeah. is 100%. I do all the booking and designs and all that kind of stuff. And like I said, she does all the printing and she handles the finances and all that. But yeah. um, for tracking, so for for our old stuff, we had done um, a record called Sick of It and War. And we yep. actually tracked those in um, Chicago at Bricktop Recording with Pete Grossman, okay. who is uh, a master engineer i love pete to death and if uh pete ever runs into this i think you're one of the best damn engineers i've ever met he is such (laughs) a fantastic ear um and he's just so smooth to work with and and he hears things that you don't even hear and it's it's really quick uses your time and they have amazing amazing equipment so i can't suggest bricktop anymore like they're just or i can't or give them enough love, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so is that if, like, uh,
0: did you like try to learn a lot of stuff from him then? Like, uh, for so, yourself.
1: And so I've always been, um, into audio and stuff like that. And I've actually, um, I was the manager at an arena here in town for many, many years. And I've done a bunch of freelance stuff. So, running okay. sound and I've also worked in some other studios before. So yeah. I've just always been around it. I've always okay. done things DIY. Um, yeah. After we did those, we did record one song with um, somebody in Des Moines. We did okay. the no faith single with them. And then once 2020 came around, I had a lot of extra time on my hands. Go figure. <laughs> and I, I was like, you know, did. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, we were trying to figure out like, where do we want to record? What do we want to do? Like, we want to yeah. be able to, Cause like with those records, they sound great, but we w- we wanted to be able to really get what we're trying to go for. Cause what people would say to us a lot is that we sound way better live than we even do on our records. They're like, your records oh, okay. sound great, but yeah. live is where you're supposed to hear rig time. And like, yeah. and we felt like you know what, we agree with you. Like, we yeah. think that live is more, you know, us. You know, style. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um. So I end up having some some time. On my hands in 2020, <laughs> and <laughs> I said, you know what? It's it's it is the time to just put up or shut up. It's time to yeah. get good equipment. It's time to really start studying and and getting better at these things because I already know all this stuff. But I was like, yeah. I I'm, I'm I can be a really good live engineer, but yeah. I I want to. I was like, I need to be a better studio engineer, okay. and I did a couple of things. And um, the first rig time song that I recorded like i did our very 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 first demos years ago and they were god-awful terrible because i had just bad (laughs) equipment bad room everything just didn't put love into it so the real first thing that i did was uh we were approached to do um a cover for a new metal compilation that was um uh, for like a benefit for um it was uh like a there, there was an organization that was like promoting black lives matter and, th- and things oh, like that okay. um in 2020 so like post yeah. the, the george floyd situation and everything like that um yeah. so we were like yeah we'll contribute to this and yeah. uh, they reached out and we were asked to do a new metal cover yeah. and i was i listened to a ton of new metal when i was growing <laughs> up and some bands were doing like corn and limp biscuit stuff and i was like if we're gonna do something new metal i want to do some deep cut stuff i want to yeah. do something so we ended up oh i thought lincoln with, uh... park was gonna <laughs> <laughs> oh i thought i want i want to do don't stay by lincoln park <laughs> but um but we ended up picking uh dry kill logic the song pain because like that's just right. a band that to me like that's like quintessential new metal and i uh-huh. mean that with like the most respect because i love that band um yeah. and we thought we could do it and make it make it sound like reek time so i tracked that and then i sent it off to someone for mixing and mastering but i was super proud of the way that turned out i thought that song sounded kick ass and i feel like no one's ever heard it to be honest i feel like it's like one of our least heard songs (laughs) because because of the time frame it came out and everything and um but uh yeah so then we kind of from there we went okay well what are we going to do for tracking and i said let's we we figured out we were going to do this we're going to work with state of mind recordings and um we were going to do this EP. So I was like, okay, I'm going to really get into it. And I mean, we painstakingly spent so much time trying to just make sure every knob was right, every mic was placed <laughs> oh, correctly. <wow. laughs> Rebecca layered 10 different layers of guitar, oh, just shit. guitar on this record. And I mean, yeah. And, like, just the the drums, like, we actually recorded drums in the live room of our venue, the warehouse. Like, I did it on the, in the main room, and I used, set up room mics and stuff. So, like, I mean, really got particular about it, because yeah. I'm very influenced by um, uh, recordings that, like, Kurt Blue from Converge does oh, over in yeah. Massachusetts and stuff. So, like, uh-huh. you know, if you say, like, the anything converge i just love converge oh and, yeah uh, i am king by code orange and stuff like he's done those oh. they're just they're huge sounding records but they sound kind of raw but yeah, big. yeah so yeah. um basically the whole purpose behind reborn is we want you to be able to put on headphones and close your eyes and literally just feel like you're right in front of us oh but, sweet. Yeah. so like it want we what we sound like on that record is what we sound like live i can just say that flat out like we don't use backtracks or like samples or anything like that. And um, we, you know, turn everything, like I said, to make sure that it sounds the same. So like what we're doing on that record is also what we're doing live. And that's what we wanted to convey. So that when people listen and they hear backstab for the first time and they go, this is sick. And then they go see us. They go, whoa, (laughs) that's what I wanted to hear. You know, like you're not going to get a stripped down version of it or like, You're not going to, you know, the bass isn't going to be up front. Overproduced. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So so that's kind of the thing. And now we're at this point where we think like, okay, I think that's what we're going to do for the full length too. We're going to, I'm going to track it myself and we're going to make it sound exactly how we want it. So when you get a rig time record, you're going to know that we approve. Did I break something?
0: whoops hold on here what did i do standing by okay there it goes <laughs> i must have hit something i'm like oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> i got the last minutes of what he said <laughs> <laughs> yeah shit. yeah yeah i was gonna ask you about uh the touring you guys uh have done um how long had uh you been doing that and then probably had to cancel when the pandemic started and then start it back up again
1: yep so we started the band with full intention to tour like we were yeah. not like oh let's start a band and see what happens we said we're gonna start a touring band yeah. and um we played our first show and our second third and fourth show was already a weekend like a three-day weekend that so we kind of like started doing you know two three four-day weekends for the first six months six months in we did our first tour which was like 11 days and yeah. then like we wait you know did some more weekends and whatnot um But, uh, like, so like I've recently updated our website. So like the, the count that I have in my head, I know our shows and everything. So (laughs) I probably, some people have heard me say this and they're just like, dude, shut up. But like we've, (laughs) so far we've played 42 States. We've done over 400 shows. If you go to, uh, our website, I have a tour history tab. I actually went back and found like everything. I I swear I'm missing some shows, but I have at least 400 shows in there, um, that are all listed. And I got the, the city and the venue and stuff. Um, But, yeah, when we were were go, 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 just trying to get up, like we realistically want to play 365. Like that's our real goal is to just live in a – rv yeah. and just play show after show like we don't need yeah. breaks we don't like days off oh fuck <laughs> um, we if, if we have days off we're just like fuck i want to go lift something but um, <laughs> yeah. we have three really kick-ass tours planned in 2020 which kind of yeah. sucks oh um, shit and we got five shows in before everything shut down but oh, fuck. i had i had some really good tours planned with some yeah. really cool bands and stuff that i was excited to do in 2020 and oh, um wow. you know hope that it goes Back or whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year in 2021, we started, um, we played our first show back on August 26th. Okay, and between August 26th and December, we did 37 shows. Oh, wow! So we pretty much just like got the ball rolling just kept yeah. going right away. We're like oh <laughs> we can play shows again okay we did like three tours and a bunch of one-offs and stuff so. <laughs> here we go
0: yeah <laughs> yeah has it been uh uh u.s uh only or have you... uh we played we've
1: played canada once okay yeah we played vancouver once um we haven't done any european stuff yet and yeah. um mostly just like yeah we're just trying to just tackle as much as we can in the states and oh, build yeah, things up, sure. and you know hopefully it's like you know maybe build the name enough that somebody you know because when you tour Europe you're right. obviously going to have to have a back line you're going to have to yeah. you know have people guide you around and take you, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, translators sure. or whatever like yeah. so it's kind of a bit of a process um, but I figure it's like I'll do that when it seems like it's the necessary time to do it Like, yeah. if, you know if we have a following over there we know a band or right, whatever it right. is but so it's not off the table at all it's just waiting till we know the right, it's the right time
0: the right moment yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask: Is it just uh, you two uh, then for touring, or do you have like someone to come and help sell your merch, or 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 the driver? Or <laughs> it's just us because we hate ourselves
1: and we never want to stop working. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, no, it is just us. We used to have, um, as I mentioned, Tristan, my drummer for Spread Thin. He yeah. used to come out with us for a few tours and stuff, but he's just yeah. got a lot of things that he does now at, at home, um, right? And uh, he's just not able to go out as long. Yeah. And, uh, it again, we never stop. really. Like yeah. we literally, um, we just did a tour. So again, we just played Oshkosh last night and we got back from tour about a week and a half ago and we were gone for two weeks on that one. And then yeah. again, we start this Wednesday and then we're gone for two weeks and then we come home and I think we're home for two weeks and then we go back out for over a week. I think so. So it's like literally like we go all the time. So
0: yeah. Yeah. other
1: people aren't like stupid like us or crazy or i don't know <laughs> dedicated whatever you want to call it but yeah driven um, hardcore driven yeah <laughs> it's like hey we got a record coming out like i need yeah. to make sure people hear it but you're right you're um right. so yeah we're just trying to stay with that and you know we're not working with a booking agent right now or anything so i can book everything and okay um just go out as much as we want and um, yeah rig time is is my job right now because it it is 24 7 like everything i have to do so this is what i focus on you know because i'm pretty much you know the manager the booking agent all that stuff (laughs) so it keeps me busy and then rebecca um she has another job at home still right now but Mm -hmm. um her boss is awesome and loves her to death and uh you know lets her go and tour and do this stuff so we have a really great situation and even before the job that i did have up until a couple months ago was the same way, like they let me go and do this forever. Like I never was yeah. a struggle. It was just like, hey, please don't quit. But yeah. it just kind of got wow. to a point where it was like, I need more time. Yeah, I didn't have enough time to do all these things, and you know, <laughs> there's only so much
0: I could do, and it's yeah. only me doing it. <laughs> it's you know, I
1: feel like with anything in life, if you feel that you have an opportunity to live your dream and oh, it's yeah. right there in front of you, then then do it. And yeah, that's right. Really, where we are is like we have an opportunity to live our dreams. So it's like, well, let's let's run with it and just yeah. If we, if we fail, we fail. But honestly, I think failure is, is never even taking a chance to seize it. Yeah, and, right. So that's, you know, For we sure. just want to be able to go out and play as much as we can and see as many bands as we can and make friends and, and yeah. just have these experiences. And, yeah. you know, I mean, just like we we got to play with um, Integrity on this last tour. And I've been listening oh, to yeah, I saw that since I was 16 years old. And <laughs> I literally... Sure, yeah you know spent the night hanging out with Dwight Hellion who was like somebody I thought I'd never see (laughs) live or meet and then you know he liked my band like I mean it's just things like that that those are little personal goals that you will hold on to forever and for there I feel accomplished I could never see him again in my life and I still would feel accomplished you know but you know it's just it's cool stuff and I want everybody to be able to go out and do that and you know if there's something you want to do like make it happen (laughs) <laughs> make Hell yourself yeah. happy as long as you're not hurting anybody else like by all <laughs> means like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah besides uh integrity has there been like any other uh bands you were like holy shit we get that uh, open for them or <laughs>
1: we are both very 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 huge rotting out fans and we got to play with rotting out um, oh shit okay so that was cool yeah uh, we always make the joke that like half our um, half our wardrobe is rotting out. Like yesterday Rebecca had a rotting out tank top on and she put a rotting out like sweatshirt on over it. <laughs> like, so yeah, we're really big rotting out fans. Um I'm trying to think of who else. Like we play with a lot of really cool bands, but I mean, yeah. like, when it when it comes to like favorite favorite bands, like yeah. you know, rotting out's definitely uh a, a big one of, of both of us. So
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, how about uh like uh for the States, is there any like uh standout awesome states they had like a, r- a really good tours ad and such um
1: like favorite places to play in the country pretty much oh uh, yeah yeah uh fargo north dakota or even just north dakota in general but fargo oh, really? for sure is like easily top three i love fargo wow. really um, wow. amazing bands up there mall uh body by torture and baltic the boardwalk and there's there's many other but those are good friends of ours who yeah. all do a really, really amazing job at keeping their scene strong, and they bring through good bands, and they put on festivals every year, and like wow. work. I wouldn't their asses think North
0: off. Dakota would be, you know, that you you just hear that and you don't think you, you, you know hear like that, but then you music have to, and but then you the especially you a that, hardcore scene or yeah. metal scene or whatever.
1: But see, you hear that and you think, well, the reason it kicked a- off because there is nothing else to do there so yeah, like, yeah, yeah they're, so yeah. they're like hell yeah it's, and, and it's people, that hidden
0: gem <laughs> yeah
1: like we've played in grand forks north dakota and then the next yeah. day we play in fargo and people drive to both shows
0: oh shit! and i mean
1: they're yeah. only like an hour apart or so but like people still like go to both and both shows are good and yeah they just treat you so well and they're so kind and wow. i'm just very grateful for everything that the fargo scene has done for us um, yeah, which for is, the touring you know,
0: bands, check out Fargo, North Dakota. Yes, yes by all means, Fargo.
1: <laughs> um, I really do like playing uh, lately. I've really loved playing in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, uh-huh. There's a friend of mine there named Ashton who's been booking shows and just kicking ass. Uh, oh, okay. Bringing a lot of different bands in and stuff at a place called um, – uh lately it's been a place called farewell coffee which by the way is my favorite coffee in the whole country i'm a coffee nerd as well but definitely (laughs) oh god their espresso is amazing go for the
0: show and stay for the coffee (laughs) yep yep and
1: uh gosh i'm trying to think of like what else right now i mean there's so many places cincinnati of course like cincinnati is 10 hours away from us and it feels like a hometown we've played there so many times yeah um just because it's just it's we've had some amazing shows there we have such great friends a friend of mine named q books at a venue called legends bar and grill there and he pretty much works himself to death keeping keeping it alive making sure it's all ages and uh, bringing bands through like sometimes six five six seven nights a week wow and uh yeah. he used to do a lot of basement shows and underground shows and stuff too but now he's the talent buyer at this like venue so yeah he's he's been doing this forever it's definitely yeah. a good place to play so couldn't could say...
0: have been easy during the whole pandemic for for them guys, you know, oh, running the not. running yeah. these music venues and, and not being able to do anything, probably, at that time. Yeah, our local venue was shut down for, you know, a year and a half and stuff, and yeah. I redid
1: the stage and stuff. Like, you know, I literally, yeah. like, painted it and everything because it was like, what else are we going to do? So...
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about, like, any... Uh, And you get like any state specific foods, like when you go to travel to a certain, like, you know, Oh, we got to go to Chicago to get the deep dish pizza. or We got to go to, you know, Uh,
1: so yes, (laughs) you you do that Um, kind of stuff. Any great ones. (laughs) What's funny is, so I have a really particular diet uh, for like health reasons now, but I'm a major foodie. I used to eat anything, but now like I, like I haven't had sugar in two years, uh, which is a bummer because I used to drink the living shit out of, like milo's sweet tea or uh. whenever we would go south like all tea like if you draw a line from like the bottom of illinois north yeah. all the yeah. tea above there sucks it's just <laughs> terrible but everything below is like the greatest sweet tea you've ever had in your life oh yeah that's southern and, tea <laughs> oh absolutely oh, and yeah. uh, so i used to drink a lot of that like we love cookout um yeah. over in like the southeast like that's an amazing restaurant Okay. Like and um, I mean we like raising canes, of course, because raising canes is awesome. And oh shit! <laughs> sheets in the over in the Pennsylvania area is like the greatest gas station ever. We're big, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're yeah, big I, I in always Out heard fans. it was
0: like sheets and Bucky's that were the. Yep. the comp- it, you can't hate Bucky's.
1: <laughs> Bucky's is too big. It has something for everybody. But um, yeah, yeah like uh, yeah. definitely like we're yeah. We, we we have all sorts of things We're huge Huge Mexican food fans Like Oh yeah If we can find Like Just A a dirty hole in the wall tiny like no indoor seating like mexican yeah. restaurant that just has like doesn't even all... have
0: a uh a sign for it yeah, or something. i can't
1: read anything on the menu they, yeah. they they don't understand like what i'm saying then yeah. i'm like i'm happy that's all i want it's like some real <laughs> good gonna be a just, great
0: meal <laughs> like they
1: don't give a shit about anything except their food and that's yeah. all i care about too so oh yeah um we seek that out as much as possible one of my favorite places in the whole country has some of the best uh store i've ever had and it's actually in sioux falls south dakota oh, I, shit. I think it's called tort i'm gonna say it's terrible i do not speak spanish uh it's like tort <laughs> Torteria okay. hernandez i think all right or, um but oh my god it's so good <laughs> it's just it's a random little restaurant in like the middle of like a housing neighborhood it's yeah. not even like near anything else and okay <laughs> it is just insanely good so Nice. yeah if anybody knows where any amazing mexican food restaurants are like hit up the rig time page and tell us because we will probably go if <laughs> we're going there
0: yeah i was listening to uh some podcasts and they were even talking about ones that uh people like cook st- straight out of their houses <laughs> and they turn like oh, their backyard they put like that. a picnic table up and that's how they serve it and stuff Oh, i want that so. <laughs> it's like you have to know where that one's at and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and i've
1: been i've been cooking my whole life too like if 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 yeah. my if uh, if music wasn't my main love, cooking's my other main love. So Okay, yeah. Um, I get yeah, I just get like over overly emotional about really good food. <laughs> so <laughs> if I take a bite so... of something that's good, I'm just like, "Oh my god, I'm going to cry. That's so good." <laughs> so it's
0: music, food, wrestling. Uh <laughs> Yep, that's my whole life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys have time to like watch like movies or any kind of series uh tv series or (laughs) so so we do but it always takes forever like
1: uh like we're we've been wait trying to finish uh stranger things season uh stranger things season four yeah yeah it's taken like a couple of days ago we got to watch one but like we haven't been we don't even have time to like binge watch it and stuff so yeah Yeah. um but trying to get through that i know i love stranger things have you ever ever watched dark you ever watch dark on netflix
0: uh no, no i don't think no
1: if you did you'd know it's oh, yeah i'm yeah. not kidding well, like, then, if, no. you, if you <laughs> like stranger <laughs> things but you yeah. want to watch a really fucked up more adult <laughs> version of stranger uh, okay, things watch yeah. dark okay. dark is like the best show on like any streaming service i've ever watched that show oh, is amazing it will I'll mind check that fuck out then you. it'll seriously mind fuck you because that's it on is... uh, netflix yeah it's on netflix and right. there's three seasons out. and that's all that's it that's the end of it There not gonna be any more. But when you start watching it, you're like, okay, this is cool. But as you get into it more, yeah, it just it's got layers upon layers. And oh. I don't want to give it away too much. But basically, <laughs> at one point in some episodes, you will see four different actors portraying the same person. Wow! Like it's it's it's, it's like I said, it's layers and layers. It's but but mindfuck. It, <laughs> yeah, it is an amazing show. So yeah. definitely watch Dark. If you like Stranger Dark. Things, you yeah. can get into Dark. It's it's Sweet. like a German show, but they have it like english subbed so Sub, okay you know, their mouth looks a little funny when they're you know speaking german <laughs> yeah. but yeah but they have the english uh dubs or whatever
0: yeah for sure yeah well shit uh yeah we're coming up on the time now um you want to talk about uh well you you kind of talked about how you came up with the doing the uh the cover song pain mm-hmm. yeah the dry dry kill logic mm-hmm. um yeah, you want to say any more about that? Or, um, or, or I think it kicks your, ass. Uh, <laughs> Give out your information, too, about your uh, uh, two upcoming uh, shows and uh, uh, your, uh, um, yeah. i your, give you a whole rundown here. So yeah, this, yeah, there you go. So, so we're going to
1: end this listening to our cover of the song Pain <laughs> off the Darker Side of Nonsense by Dry Kill Logic, who was a super sick, like, band in the new metal scene, but they're, like, uh-huh. you know, not, like, cliche new metal or anything like that some people have a bad taste in their mouth about that you can fix yeah. it there's really good bands out there this band kicks ass <laughs> um so we just took it we made it sound like rig time and uh the one thing about you know just the way we want to do things is just make it really aggressive and heavy and i think we did that i think it sounds awesome and um it's on spotify and all that stuff so if you want to listen to it it's there cool. uh we have a new record coming out on july 29th it'll be available everywhere we have vinyl reborn. we have cassette, <laughs> cd reborn um <laughs> You can get it. I mean, you can get it from stateofmyrecordings.com. I know it's in like the Deathwish Records distro and things like that too. So okay. it's around. You can get it from us on tour, which we will always be on tour. You can message us yep. um, on the Rigtime pages. We can hook it up. Like we're not assholes. We're cool people. Like as long as <laughs> you're not crazy, like we'll we'll probably respond to you. So like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, like it, uh, trying to think. I mean. Hopefully in 2023, we will have another full length. We have a whole plan for that. Um, Fuck yeah. We just out there trying to earn everything. That's one thing is we just want to earn respect and um, do it all the right way and do it with a hard work ethic. And yeah. um, we will probably be playing in a town near you soon. So
0: Right. Like the Real Fast in uh, Milwaukee, yep. Wisconsin. That's kind of what I'm uh, using to promote all all the bands. Well, as m- much bands as I can to uh, mm-hmm. that are playing on there. So uh, get the word out about them. Uh, I'll be going out there uh, to see it. So 12 bands, 20 bucks. It starts at like 1 p.m. Uh, I think there's there'll be food. Uh, food i don't know if they have food trucks but food uh yeah i
1: think i saw there be some sort of food vendors there yeah yeah Yeah, food vendors So bring your dough grab some band shirts and some tacos or something i'm just hoping there's tacos (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) i'm sure there will be but (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah man that's cool uh yeah the new album some shows and hell yeah rig time uh we'll end this uh episode with uh dry kill logic uh cover son uh pain from rig time and uh go and check them out and uh yeah it's been uh awesome uh talking with you and meeting you and i'll see you out at the the real fest and absolutely yeah, all, thank, thank you very much there, for your time all the thank bands that i interviewed out. it'll be yep. first time meeting them face to face
1: awesome yeah thank all you right. very much we appreciate it
0: hell yeah dude i'll we'll try to keep you keep you uh, i know you got sh- shit tons of shit to do <laughs>
1: yep i got a music video to go edit so <laughs> oh
0: shit there you go <laughs> we got a
1: second single come out so coming out so stay tuned
0: <laughs> oh okay all right <laughs> so we'll thank you on... very much all right man all right thanks
1: see you soon bye
0: all right gonna suck.
1: production
0: (laughs) okay you got a podcast then yep yep okay what what is that uh what's that called then what's Um, that about
1: my podcast is called hardcore on tour stories from the van oh okay um i'm really terrible at putting up new episodes because i'm so busy and it sucks it started originally with me recording episodes um uh in the van actually like literally oh, i, I okay. took a, a recorder with me and i would just talk to bands i met on the okay. road and be like "Yo, yeah. you want to go in my van let's do a podcast yeah. i had no questions no format like let's just go and talk about see who we both know you know uh-huh. tell me about your local scene tour stories yeah. anything like that uh-huh. and i started it because I didn't. I couldn't find a podcast like that at the time, and it's yeah. funny as ever. Ever since I started it, now there's like eighty million of them, and I think they all started in twenty twenty. So now mine's not special, yeah. and I, I feel like I feel like that kind of sometimes is why I don't do new episodes because I'm like, well, no one cares. But yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't I think you. that way. But
0: <laughs> I hear you on that. <laughs>